Hello everyone and welcome to The Way Things Used To Be. I'm your host, Don Williams. You know, sometimes when I sit down and write another podcast, um, I have no idea what I'm going to write. Sometimes I just draw a blank. Then it hit me, or maybe the cat bit me. But you know, I've never done an episode about pets. So when I come back from a short sponsored break, I'm going to tell you about some of the pets I had growing up and the impact they had on my life. Hopefully it'll stir some fond memories for you too. Don't go away. Welcome back to The Way Things Used To Be. I'm sure everyone listening to this has had some kind of an animal or a pet in their life. Whether it was a garden snake you grabbed out of the backyard, or perhaps a toad from the woods, or a box turtle you rescued from getting hit by a car in the street. Well, they don't really count as pets. They're wild animals. But you know what I mean. When you're a kid, it's a pet, even if you only have it for a couple of days. I've had lots of pets over the years, so I'm going to tell you about them. I'm going to start off with a rabbit that we had uh, that was a purebred and actually had a tattoo in her ear. We called her Coco Bell. She had lots of babies, and of course, we gave them all away. Raising rabbits was more for my dad than anything. He always loved to raise rabbits. Then we had a short-haired collie. His name was Fonzie. He was unique because he had short hair. I'd never seen a short-haired collie before. But what really stood out about him was that he had one ear that flopped down and one ear that stood up. He was quite interesting, and he was a good dog. And then there was Pepper the Siamese cat. We got her used from another family, or at least that's what I remember. When we first brought her home, she hid under the claw tub in the bathroom for a few days before she finally ventured out. She was an indoor-outdoor cat and had a taste for the finer things like birds, squirrels, mice, and her favorite delicacy, pet hamsters. She ate several of those little pets and uh, was very clever in her approach, to say the least. We even tried hanging the hamster cage in the middle of a doorway off the floor, but she always managed to be able to get into that cage and get the hamster. This was made very evident by the small fur pelt that she always left behind, the only thing that even remotely looked like the hamster that we once had. Oh, and uh, speaking of pet hamsters, we had one that escaped the clutches of Pepper the cat and got under the kitchen stove and chewed on the wires, nearly causing an electrical fire when Mom turned on the oven. I remember her yelling at us to get out of the house when the sparks started flying. In the end, all was good. The house didn't catch fire, but the hamster was roasted, I'm sure. I remember one time I talked to my parents and let me have a pet mouse. They agreed, and besides, it couldn't have been much different from a hamster, right? Well, the mouse was friendly enough and very pregnant, which I found out a few short weeks later. The little baby mice quickly grew, and then there was a whole new problem. They started fighting with each other and eventually killed each other off. I had no idea what I was doing raising pet mice. And then one day, my pet mouse wound up outside of the cage, roaming around in the basement. My mom wasn't going to have any of that, and so the mouse went away. I'm not sure where the mouse went, but the mouse was gone. Bummer. One of my favorite pets was my dog, Popcorn. He was a white peekapoo. We got him when he was just a puppy, and we had him for over 14 years before he was put down because of cancer. He was deaf from the time he was a small puppy due to an ear infection, but it just heightened his senses of smell and vibration. He knew when our Volkswagen van was coming down the street to the driveway because he could sense the vibration of the engine. He was always in the window watching us as we pulled in the driveway. Another way to get his attention was just stomping our feet on the floor. Popcorn was a great watchdog, too. He nipped and snapped at strangers, 
Not when they came in the door, but after they'd been there for a while and they decided to leave. Kind of a watch-you-go-out-the-door watchdog. I tried my hand at raising a chameleon. In fact, the chameleon was given to me when it was quite young. I had the cage, the warming lamps, everything I needed. The only thing he required was plenty of water and lots of crickets. But I got a little tired going to the pet store every week going to buy crickets. And then this chameleon didn't want to be touched or held or petted or anything. It would always hiss at me. So what fun is that kind of a pet? I mean, it did look really cool. I gotta say that. And it was really awesome watching that tongue come out at lightning speed, snatch up a cricket, and crunch, crunch, it's gone. That was pretty fascinating. But that's about it. So, unfortunately, this chameleon developed some sort of an eye infection, which eventually took over both eyes, and it couldn't even see any more to eat. There really wasn't anything else I could do, and so the chameleon eventually died. But it wasn't a great loss to me, because I was never really attached to him in the first place. So I currently have three cats. I have two indoor cats and one outdoor cat. The two indoor cats uh, sort of get along with each other. The basement dweller, which I call Tubbs, stays in the basement. She never comes up to the second floor or looks around or does anything else. The other indoor cat, his name is Sherlock. He's a couple years old. He gets along with everybody. He loves to play with the dogs. The dogs love to play with him. He gets along great. And then our outdoor cat, her name is Skippy. She was a stray that came to us when we were temporarily living in a mobile home park while we were waiting to finalize the sale on our new house. At first, I was against another cat. I didn't want another cat, but this cat wouldn't go away. My daughter named him Skippy John Jones. I tried to scare Skippy John Jones away from coming back because I didn't want another cat. But my daughter fell in love with Skippy John Jones, and here we are, Almost four years later, Skippy John Jones followed us to our new home and is now an outdoor cat, has never been an indoor cat. And Skippy has pretty much ended the uh, rodent population on our country property. In fact, just the other day, I heard crunch, crunch while I was working in the garage and I looked down just as she was swallowing the tail of another mouse. So we really appreciate Skippy and all of her hard work and all of her efforts to keep us rodent free. And Skippy is a very loyal cat. She usually greets me when I come home from work every day. She comes running out to the car. And many times in the morning when I'm going out to the car, she greets me before I leave. Really devoted cat. And we almost lost Skippy one time when she got hit by a Buick right in front of the house. She was playing chicken with a car, got whacked, came running into the garage where she always hangs out. She was hurt pretty bad. She was in a lot of pain. We took her to the uh, veterinarian and they said she's got a broken hip. So we said, well, what do we do? And the vet said, here's some medication. Give her about two weeks. She should be as good as new. Didn't have to wrap it up or anything. It took about three weeks, but here we are years later, and Skippy is in great shape. Still, she's only four and a half pounds, a very tiny cat, but she is quite a contender when it comes to squirrels. She's eaten full squirrels before. So she keeps the uh, rodent population down for us, and we do appreciate Skippy. Oh, and one thing I forgot to say about Skippy. We did find out that Skippy John Jones was not a male at all. Skippy John Jones turned out to be a female, and we didn't find this out until she was very pregnant and ended up having five kittens, all of which went to good homes. We got rid of all of them but one, and the one that we kept was Sherlock. 
Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The Way Things Used to Be, talking about our pets. I hope this sparks some memories for you because I had so many other pets. They're not as exciting or, you know, as maybe some other pets people might have had. Um, but it was fun. I really enjoyed talking about pets. And, and, and I hope maybe you'll appreciate your pets more after hearing somebody else's stories about them. Thanks for listening, and I appreciate your input for this podcast. If you have any ideas, please feel free to email me at donaldny360 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. I'll be back next time with another episode of What's on My Record Player, followed by another full episode of the podcast. God bless. The Way Things Used to Be is copyright 2022 by Don Williams. Music used in this production is copyright 2022 by Anchor.fm. Other music used is copyright 2001 by Seagate Music Library and is used under license.